0: Hello, I am Sophie. This is my show called Six of Spades, Saturdays at uh, 10am. And today is my 16th episode. And I'm going to be talking about one of the said to be greatest money heists in American history. This is called the Great Dunbar Armored Depot Robbery. And I don't know, I should start by saying a little bit of an intro. They just do not do money heists like they used to. I think that, I don't know, there's a new show on Netflix. I forget what it's called. It's something about Um, money heist and actually it might just be called money (laughs) heist but it's this show about all these great robberies great as in complicated and intricate into intricate not great that they stole money (laughs) but it's about all these very intricate robberies and how they happened It's, it's just really interesting how people are able to come up with these schemes and yeah they just don't they just don't make them like they used to it's just with security and all these new precautions taken it Would be hard. So I don't know if that means that there's going to be less robberies or fewer robberies, but just incredibly more intricate, which will mean maybe more stories like this one, because I think these are pretty interesting. So let's get right into the story. Um, The Great Dunbar Armored Car Company was robbed and is located in Los Angeles, California. And I'm not sure if it's still a company, but (laughs) this robbery took place. Uh, it took place September 12th, 1997, uh, and roughly $18.9 million in cash was stolen during said heist by six armored, armored men uh, led by Alan Pace the third, who was 32 years old during the robbery, and he was also the inside connections and brains to this, and that's one of the pieces necessary for Uh, heist to happen I would say you need obviously the brains two people I say I would think at least two people who just are in it for the money and you'll be able to boss around and maybe like one other at least logical thinking someone who is able to help make the plan but not be the lead because you you just have to have a lead in this so that was Alan Pace and so the five other members that were involved in this uh including but not limited to uh Eugene Lamar Hill who was involved, and then two other people also who were later convicted um, for helping launder the stolen money. So back to Pace's story. He was the leader, and he worked for Dunbar before the robbery, um, and he was the company's safety inspector. And just one day before the robbery, he was fired for supposedly tampering with uh, specific vehicles. And if this isn't some sort of sign enough, to check these vehicles out and make sure he wasn't doing anything. I don't know. I think it was just part of the time uh 1997. So back to the story, he was supposedly tampering with specific vehicles of which I'm, I guess they just didn't check or decide to worry about or anything. So he was fired for that. And um, before being fired though, he'd already devised detailed floor plans of the premise, uh, including locations of all the cameras to avoid and keys that they needed to enter this is kind of similar to oceans 8 too <laughs> um i haven't watched that in a while if you're not familiar it's another big money heist basically and i don't know you start to realize that the ones in movies are a little bit different than the ones that happen in person because there's just all these different factors that obviously they're gonna disregard in the movies but in real life they obviously can't be as complicated just due to all these um, different factors, so back to the story. He was fired a day before, and he would already provided all the plans, everything that was going to happen, and locations of cameras and keys. And the robbery was supposed to happen on a Friday night, right after midnight. And all the members members of the par- of the robbery included also were attending a party that same night, so it wouldn't be as suspicious as them being near the premise, as that's where the party was. So, um, back to the robbery. Pace knew Dunbar's vaults were almost always left open on Fridays due to large quantities of cash that were often being moved in and out of the building. And uh, I should also include that Dunbar Armored Cars is no longer in business, unfortunately. And their business, though, obviously, armored cars. And if you don't know what that is, the um, Google definition is a light military vehicle covered with armored plates or a civilian car or truck reinforced with armors pl- armored plates and bulletproof glass. So just these heavy-duty trucks that are used to transport, usually cash, and it cannot be tampered with. So I don't know. I would also assume, I'm sure they do this now, but to have some sort of extensive research uh, on the background of their employees or where they're going, what they're doing, because hiring these just random people, I don't know. It, I think it was just a thing at the time. People had too much trust. But back to the story. Uh, So, Pace knew that the vaults were almost always left open on Fridays because of the cash sums being moved in and out of the buildings and into the cars. So, a few vault guards were stationed close to the vaults where they would provide additional security. But the group was later able to disarm them. And I'm not going to go into details, but no one was severely hurt, (laughs) but they just eliminated them. So, Pace's keys, also, right after he was fired, just the day before, his keys to get into the building and such and such still completely worked, so they just used his keys to get into the facility. I'm sure it's changed by now, and they have some sort of electronic way of <laughs> making sure people's stuff can't still benefit them after they leave, and especially for being fired for tampering vehicles. So, I don't know, that maybe just, that's just the company, but the gang went into the Dunbar's cafeteria and took care of some employees. Um, duct tape was involved. They <laughs> before so they just duct taped them before they could set off any alarms and stuff. So at this point, everything was going as planned. Everything was working smoothly. No one was hurt. And the vaults were uh, ready to be emptied. So using a rented U-Haul truck van to they attached that, not attached that, but brought it to the vault dock. The gang loaded bags of money into them, and Pace also, having just worked there, knew which bags contained the most money and non-sequential bills, which are, if you don't know, basically just bills that are less likely to be traced. He had also removed tapes from recording devices in the area, and this is where sort of more modern issues come into play. So, obviously, erasing security systems, and in just under 30 minutes, the men had tossed roughly $19 million into the rented U-Haul, left the premise, returned to the party. It, it was a smooth, it was a smooth heist. Everything had gone to plan. And because of this, police had very little information to work off of. And while of course there was some suspicion of Pace's involvement being recently fired the day before for a suspicious task, there was just virtually no evidence of who was involved or where they have gone and the robbers were also very smartly patient knowing that of course if they spend large sums of the money it would draw suspicion so they proceeded to wait six months before requiring help of local immigration attorneys or just one local immigration attorney who assisted them in the laundering of the money. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right (laughs) but so then the involved members began getting involved into real estate transactions to cover their tracks, and they purchased vehicles and created just random W-2 tax forms to make it seem as though they had just been earning this money to pass through what they had stolen. And things actually did continue to work completely smoothly for two years, two more years after the heist until, well, two more years after the six months after the heist, uh, things are going smoothly, until one Eugene Hill made a slight mistake. He did not remove the original currency paper wrappers from a stack of cash he used to purchase additional real estate. And this would be another issue too coming into this century <clears throat> and just day and age. It's just using cash in itself too, which is obviously still what's trans. Actually, I don't know. There's just new ways. I think now most money heists, unfortunately, it's not as cool. But they would all be done online via hacking or something boring like that. Because, uh, they just don't make fun schemes—not fun schemes, but just intricate schemes like they used to. So, um, back to the story. It was just oh, the realtor uh, after being handed the stack of cash. Um, the realtor was suspicious and brought the money to the police, where it was discovered that. Hill was actually the same individual who rented the U-Haul truck that was found to be used in the robbery that day of it, of the robbery. And Hill was then arrested and actually confessed towards his crime and even ratted out other members of those involved, including their leader, Alan Pace, who was then arrested, tried and convicted on April 23rd, 2001 and the robbery being in 1997. This was four years after Uh, He was sentenced to 24 years in prison. I thought that, I think, I believe that a life sentence was 25 years. So uh, maybe he had good behavior, got off for one. Um, But it is actually estimated still that roughly $12 million of the stolen money remains unaccounted for. And I'm not sure if they're still, if they're paying this off. Because I know in a money heist episode that I watched, if if that's what it's called on Netflix, that... um, and one of the ones, this lady who was involved in this one crime, she's still paying off like the, I think she still has like $3 million to go of all this money money she's just paying off for this crime she was involved in. And, but yeah, it's crazy. So $12 million remains unaccounted for. I'm not sure, could still be in circulation, who knows. But also, interestingly, no one in court, apparently, allegedly, ever spoke of where that said money might be or its locations. So who knows? It's also kind of crazy too with dollar bills how many people like yeah I don't know, got you could be paying for your sandwich at Starbucks with the same with a stolen money from Money Heist. There's multiple. Um but yeah, so Alan Pace and everyone involved are no longer in prison currently. And I do not believe uh, don't quote me on this one, but no have not been convicted of any crimes since said heist. So that that is the full story that is at least available to the public uh, of the great Dunbar Armored Depot robbery. And also uh, Dunbar Armored Car Company is not still a thing. I believe the Dunbar name though is still happening. But I don't know. It is really interesting to see all these, just how creative people are and what they're doing. Also to $12 million. So that means that in that span of 2 to 3 years that they only spent around 7 million dollars between the six people involved. So uh, that's pretty smart of them I would say And obviously if you're spending a bunch of money it's in taxes and such and such it's going to get exposed that something suspicious has been going on. But it's just there's just so many factors to it. Anyways, um <laughs> I have to go, but thank you guys so much for tuning in to 6 of spades Saturdays at 10 with Sophie from 889 The Bridge, KMIH, Mercer Island.